I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to our... Yeah, this will be airing on the 23rd. So, yeah, the Christmas episode. Christmas episode. <laughs> Gotta check the calendar there. Um, you look adorable. Aw, thanks. I probably could have gotten a little more Christmas up, but I couldn't find my Santa hat. Yeah, that happens. I swear I have one somewhere, too, which I never found, but I found the elf hat. And I found these antlers, and I found a different pair of, like, brown antlers. I knew where the brown antlers came from. These and that hat, no idea. Interesting. Yep. No clue. You just accumulate things. Yeah, you pick things up. Um, I will be getting, since it is uh, the 14th today, we are recording this. I still have time. I will be. Oh, you've got Christmas cat. Your Christmas cat mug. I just got Christmas cat out of the basement. I was like, oh! How have I not gotten out Christmas cat yet this year? And you can see that I did fix him last year. Look. Yay! Can you tell where it is? No, I cannot. You Magic. can if you were looking at it in person, but... Probably. Um, <laughs> but I will be um, picking up an artificial tree for my apartment tomorrow. Uh-huh. Like a big full-size one or just a little guy? Probably, like, not, like, excessively tall. Maybe, like, a little five-foot one. So not, like, tabletop, but, like, not gigantic. Yeah. So, that's part of the plan. Because my mom, like, I have ornaments that I have, like, accumulated, like, just, like, ones that I bought to, like, put on the family tree. Like, I have, like, a Doctor Who one, and I have a couple Beatles ones, so, like, those are mine. And my mom gave me a couple ones that, like, when she was decorating the tree at um, their house this year, she was like, eh, I don't know if I really want this anymore. So I got a bag full of uh, hand-me-down ornaments, plus some of my own old ones. So we've got that. Yeah. Um, but before we get into any of our sort of Christmas-themed questions slash discussions that I have uh, slated for today, I would like to discuss your abrupt transformation into a gamer? I know we're like three minutes in, but I've kind of reached my limit on these. You know, you had them on and that's what counts. Or <laughs> you like dig into things. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a gamer. I've been playing Kirby for like two days. Yeah, but you went out and you bought an entire Switch and six games. Five. Five games. Still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been looking at getting one for a really long time now. I've like, it's one of those things that periodically I would like open up Best Buy or whatever and just kind of look at it and think, and they're like, no, you don't need it. And the thing is, how did this never come up? like, between the two of us before, like, a couple weeks ago, and then you immediately getting one. Well, because I wasn't really serious about it, I guess, until a few weeks ago. So I'm corrupting you. Wonderful. Like, I was, um, more, like, window shopping. 
not really seriously considering it. But the thing is, I get myself a Christmas present every year, and normally that Christmas present is my craft bent calendar, because those are not cheap. Yes, and you did not like the design this year, correct? Correct. I didn't do it this year because they were doing, like, Christmas ornaments, and I just didn't. Mm. I'm a fan of them. I don't like doing, like, the little things like that either, so. That's fair. Oh, now I got an opening. I got to get myself a Christmas present. Oh, I've been eyeballing that for a while. I only intended to get, like, two games, and then it was three, and then it was two more. (laughs) I absolutely (laughs) love it. What are you thinking of Kirby thus far? So what's really funny is, um, so when I got the Google Calendar, like, update saying you put in the questions for today, and I opened it up, and I saw that on there, the transformation thing, I started laughing because, um... I was thawing Harley's mouse earlier, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I got, you know, 15, 20 minutes to kill while I'm waiting for this to thaw out. I'll sit down and play Kirby for 15, 20 minutes. How'd that work out for you? Well, when I saw the calendar update, I had just put it down after three and a half hours. <laughs> so someone's having fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a, that was, it just struck me as very funny because, you know, I was like, well, and I had to throw that mouse away. It was sitting in the water the whole time. Oopsies. Well, because, like, I I sat on the couch and then the cats came and laid with me and I was so comfy. And I'm starting to, I think I'm starting to get the hang of it. Yeah. You know, gradually figuring stuff out. Finally making it through every stage, getting all the hidden waddledies. Yes! Oh my god. Uh, wait, how, hmm, I'm trying to remember. Have you gotten to the first boss yet? Oh yeah, I'm... <laughs> well, because I'm playing it on easy right now because I just wanted to... Kind of see, I, am, I am not, but I am also a hashtag gamer. But um, I think I might have gotten to the second or th- maybe third boss? Second or third. Um, but is it? this is your first time playing a Kirby game, correct? I mean, I did when I was a kid, but I don't really remember. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, oh, I, love For- I love Forgotten Land so much. It's so cute. It's as... <laughs> It's kind of funny how much I, like, end up yelling out loud. Got a little corb. It's like, oh no, Kirby, no, you got it, buddy! No, literally, like, oh my god, I love him so much. No, um, actually, um, I will post pictures of these, even though you kind of can't tell what they are at this point. Kyle and I made gingerbread cookies, because duh. But he found these cookie cutters that, like, someone made with, like, a 3D printer that are designed to look like all of the things that or most of the things that like Kirby like transforms into in Forgotten Land so like vending machine Kirby like paraglider Kirby car Kirby so we made Kirby gingerbread cookies and like put pink icing on them nice which was absolutely delightful and since he is going down to Florida, um, where his parents are for like for like for the actual like you know December twenty fifth, we did presents early, and he got me a gigantic like one of the things he got me was a gigantic plush of Kirby just holding up a little heart. Oh, nice. <laughs> Slowly accumulating a collection of things featuring the the little pink boy himself. Love yeah, him so definitely. much. Forming a strong bond with Kirby at this point. He's ju- he's friend shaped, you know. 
He's just adorable. How can you not love him? Yeah. Are you a big completionist with the levels? Like, you have to replay it until you get well, all the hidden... I kind of I kind of want to, but again, right now my major goal is... Because I haven't really played video games much since the Sega Genesis. Mm. So, <laughs> there's just been a lot of changes in terms of number of buttons and graphics and... My hands aren't like used to controls and stuff like they used to be as a kid. So I gotta, I'm right now, my thought is just kind of keep going, seeing how the different things are, and then I'm gonna start it over from the beginning from hard. It honestly is the cruelest thing that they're like among like the different like handhelds and consoles. The X and Y buttons always seem to be like flopping places. Mm. Just make it like standardize it, please. I'm begging you. Yeah. Because, like, when I start, like, I'll start playing, like, something on my old Xbox, like, I still play the Batman Arkham games, because, duh, they're awesome. And the, like, the X and Y are in the opposite positions, and then I'll go back to playing my Switch, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Because I'll, like, get used to the layout of one, and then have to switch for the layout of the other. <sighs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't, to me, it's not automatic yet. I still sometimes have to think about which button does what, so. Yeah. I mean... I have that for a couple minutes when I, like, a little while when I start doing something new. But I would say it is definitely very intuitive for me at this point. Yeah, not so much me. So I'm, uh, and just working through it. Like, it bothers me when I get to the end of a stage and then I'm like, oh, I didn't do this thing or that thing. And, like, I definitely was missing a bunch of the hidden waddledies, like, in the earlier ones, but. They're so cute. And there were a couple that I bypassed because I'm like, I literally have no idea how to help you, buddy. Quit yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, oh, I love the that slowly rebuilding the little village. It's the cutest goddamn thing. What do yeah. I need to do to live there? Yeah. I, like, go into my little house, take a little nap. You know, have you noticed... the bed. Have you noticed that if you're fire Kirby, you can light the fireplace in your house? Oh, that's fun. It's delightful. You can also, um... If you're, like, exploring around in the Waddle Dee town, you can go, like, up on the roofs and everything, and you can enter your house through the chimney. Like a Mario, like, warp tube. Be like a little Santa. Yeah. Very seasonally appropriate. Oh, Kirby, I would die for you. Yeah, right now I'm just, I figure I'm just gonna stick with one game at a time, because then by the time I'm done with that or tired of it, it's like, hey, look, a new game, you know? What do you think is your net, like... Uh, what would your next top pick be? Because I heavily encourage you to play Kirby because I love the boy. Yeah. I can't decide between Mario Kart and Sonic. Because hmm. Sonic is very much the nostalgia thing for me because that was my favorite as a kid. I have no opinions on Sonic almost because I never really played any of those games as a kid. And I'm sure if I played them now, I would enjoy them, but I don't have the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Same thing no, with, like, Crash Bandicoot. Like, I love... A, like, I love... Like, the platform, like, and, I mean, it's not technically, yeah, it's not, and it's also not technically a platformer anymore, because it's, you know, the whole change, but, like, those types of games, like, I'm sure I would enjoy a Crash Bandicoot game, but I don't, like, I never played it as a kid, I don't have any particular connection to it. Yeah, I never played that one, because it was one of the game consoles we didn't have, it was, like, N64, or, you know, GameCube would have been too far in the future. One of those, something like that, that I we didn't have. Think I didn't have a console until the Wii. That's funny to me because sometimes I still think of that as a new console. I, <laughs> Which I fucking 
love the Nintendo Wii so much, and it, oh, it, I am like, it, it infuriates me that it genuinely was such a great console, and it had so many great games, and like, a lot of them, like, there were some that like, got really good, like, kind of rece- good reception from the gaming community, like, Super Mario Galaxy in particular was awesome, but like, it wasn't what was popular at the time because like Call of Duty and shit was having a real hot moment when the Wii was released and I just feel like it wasn't appreciated as much as it should have been or that like its hype died out really fast after it was released because it wasn't picking up games like Call of Duty and having releases for the Wii or at least not really. I still have a Nintendo Wii. I will never sell it. I, that was one of those things I thought about getting to, like, when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I did with the Switch, but that one I never quite got the little push over the... Oh, I, I, love, my Nintendo, I love my Nintendo Wii so much. I will never, ever get rid of it. I think one of the things that's, like, kind of kept me away from games is because the popular ones have been things like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed and Grand Theft Auto, all these things that involve just, like, killing and realistic killing in a lot of cases and that to me is just not fun that's actually um only tangentially related apparently um some of the assassin's creed video games are so accurate to the uh locations that because like some of them like take place in like real cities like in like italy and Fr- i think it's like italy yeah. and france and shit mm-hmm. and apparently they are so the maps that they put in game are so accurate that i once saw this tumblr post and if i can find it i will link it where this guy was like, oh yeah, like my class, we were like in, in a, we went on a class trip around like this, pl- like we were in Italy or something and we got lost and this one kid was able to lead us through a bunch of like back alleyways to exactly where we were supposed to be and we were like, like, have you been here before? Like, and he's like, no, I just play Assassin's Creed. And he knew all the, and like he knew the way back to where they were supposed to be from that. Hmm. And like, I hope to God that's real because what a fun story. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of those games are works of art. I just, to me, that's not, like, a, a way I like to spend my spare time. That's but, fun. Yeah. I could never get so, a little chubby little pink dude. Sure. Pink boy. That's, I, I could that's never lovely. get into Call of Duty because the competitive aspect of it is just simply not fun for me. It's like, anything where I'm competing against other people in real time, oh, I hate it. I can't stand those types of games because I, like, want to be, like, you know top on the board and like I'm not because I don't like these kinds of games and I don't play them and it's just really stressful and brings out all of my worst competitive traits so I don't do that but I am honestly not opposed to a fair amount of murder in some of the games that I play I like I prefer my violence cartoon that's fair I guess that's incredibly fair um, I did find that game that was based on the Star Trek Prodigy series that's rated E for everyone, so I'm really excited to see what that's like. What <laughs> just is that? Kind of really... Huh? Should I know what that series is and why it's um, weird that, was, that it's... It's a, it's a newer one, like one of the ones they made for uh, Paramount+, Plus, but it's, it's like a, it's a cartoon and it's for kids, primarily, but... Um, they brought back the character of Janeway, which was the captain on Star Trek Voyager, and she's my favorite captain, like, actually voicing her character on the show. Oh, banger! Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, 
they made a game out of it. That's lovely. You get to explore new worlds and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. I love that for you. Well, that sounds delightful. Um. Okay, so we can go right into the questions, but I also just have this thing that, like, I think the last time we did a Christmas episode, we were talking about, like, oh, is XYZ a Christmas movie, for example, Die Hard? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to, before we get into any sort of formal question, I just want to discuss this opinion that my sister has espoused on more than one occasion, that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You shouldn't really be considered a Christmas song because it's not about Christmas, it's just about thirst. No. I don't know if this is an opinion she stands by, but it is something that she has said on more than one occasion. And I kind of, and maybe it's kind of mean for me to just sit here and be like, let's talk about how wrong she is, but like, let's do that. No, it's really a Christmas song. First of all, Mariah Carey herself would say that. 100%. You know, self-identified queen of Christmas. I love, and here's the thing. I get real pissed about people not giving Halloween its time, as we've seen, but I do love all of the memes about, like, Mariah Carey defrosting as soon as it ticks over to November 1st. Yeah. Those are funny. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there are a lot of Christmas songs about what people want for Christmas, just because that one happens to be about wanting a person. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like that... That old song, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah, I fucking hate no. that song. <laughs> oh, you know, that would have been such a good idea. Christmas song tier list. Mm. I have had the same Christmas song in my head for like five days. And it's one of my favorites, but I can't. What is it? Oi to the World by the Vandals. Oh, see. Oh, shit. My headphones just died. Two seconds. Yeah. I can just start singing the song. <laughs> really. Nobody wants to hear that. Tried to give them a little juice before we started recording, and I was hoping it was going to be enough, but clearly I was mistaken. So I'm just going to take one second here. And I don't know if it's uh, still recording your voice as I do this. That'll be a fun little surprise for me to find out um, in post. Oh. Interesting, I didn't think about that. These headphones are falling apart, but the sound quality is still wonderful, so. They work, that's Go all Go Bose, I guess. Hey, you heard me? Alright. Oh, Jesus. Change. This will be fun for you to watch back later. My life is a mess. There we go. Change settings on Discord. No, not mute. Oh, perfect. No, here. Change my output capture. All right, fantastic. Should be good. Super. And now I do all my awkward little adjustments that I normally do off camera. But, you know, it's my own damn fault. But I've had Oi to the World in my head for like five days. I am very and sorry. 
I love that song. I just, I'm gonna lose my mind. I can't stop it. It does happen to the rest of us. Or just, to the best of us, rather. The, and one of the things that makes me very sad about that song, so it's been around for like, Sorry, I have a very weird thing about, like, when my hair is underneath the, like, the cup uh-huh. part of the headphone, so I, like, have to make a bazillion little adjustments so that that is not happening. Please continue speaking. I can... I'm j- I'm explaining why I'm fidgeting so much. Mm-hmm. Even it's though, uh... um, audio listeners, you can't see that. <laughs> The album, it's like the title track from an album that they released in like 1996, but no doubt covered it in like the early to mid aughts. Mm-hmm. And that's the version that everybody knows, and it drives me insane. I'm very sorry. So, like, anybody who's ever heard, like, if I say Oi to the World, if anyone's ever heard of it, they're like, oh, the No Doubt song? I'm like, <laughs> no, Ain't it's on Fan the Vandals. Ain't that just the way it is on this bitch of an earth? I feel like that's one of the one of the things in life that's so little but so irritating when people think the cover is the original. Which I feel like happens a lot. Um. Oh, thing I realized recently. Did you know that fucking Ghost covered an ABBA song and like put it on one of their albums? That sounds fun. Love them. Them so I listened much. to a little song yesterday. You did? Which I, one? I don't remember. Um, I can look. I was listening to the, the combo playlist for us that Spotify made. Wait, did they make another one? Um, and the very first song on there, Respite on the Spitalfields? Respite on the Spitalfields, fuck yeah! Yeah, I was I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to some music while I'm doing some cleaning. I was like, oh, and you want know to let me see? Because I assume they've updated it. Um... And that was the very first song on the list. There's probably a decent amount of Ghost on there because Impera was one of my most listened to albums this entire year. No, I think that's the only one. Yeah. Interesting choice. I've definitely listened to Griftwood more times than I've listened to Respite on the Spitalfield, so... Okay. It's not the Spotify wrapped combo list. No, yeah, I know. I just still think that's a very interesting choice. If it's only gonna put one ghost song on there. Yeah, no, it's the only one. It's been a good mix so far. I love that. I will have to look I will have to look at this. It like it also made me listen to Young Gravy and that Short King's Anthem. Short King's Anthem is such a banger. <laughs> but it was it was very amusing because like I, I was listening to it and it'd be like, you know, one of my punk songs and then it would like And then it would be <laughs> Short King's <laughs> Anthem. Yeah. Um, he's getting whiplash. Uh, no, I put my like top 100 songs of the year on shuffle once when Kyle was hanging out, and he described my music taste as just like getting repeatedly punched in the face because <laughs> there's so much happening. So yeah, it was a fun time. You should listen to that playlist, and of oh, course, I it has some the combo songs that both of us like. But what I found very amusing is it had Two of a Crime on there, but. It was listed as like your song, not both of ours. I don't know how, how that works. How the turntables? But it doesn't make sense because like it, it, we both listen to it a lot. It's on playlists on both of our accounts, but it was only listed as yours. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. Could just be a little. 
computer error there. But I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. But yeah, how the turntables. Yeah. Solve um, list. We're, we're playlist. <laughs> our collective taste in music has so much happening. Um... Oh, I sent you that thing today where, like, so, where, like supposedly, suppo- or I think I sent it to you. I sent it to a lot of people because I was really excited. Um, I think uh, the, um, I think Ghost is, is coming back to the U.S. in 2023, and um, I'm prepared to spend an embarrassing amount of money. Oh, no, you did not send that to me, unless it was through one of the, like, social apps or whatever, not texting. Oh, I must have forgot. Um, but yeah, that was the thing that made me excited today, and also yesterday. I definitely did text this to you. Yesterday I listened to their entire discography in, um, under a 12-hour period. Yes, that you did. I just saw that. <laughs> Girl, help. I'm hyperfixating. You and me both. Hey, maybe next Bodmod day we can get matching Kirby touch. Dude, f- <laughs> Don't- don't put these ideas in my head, Bestie. Because <laughs> I... What's the one, the... Oh my god, I'm blanking on the word. When he swallows the wheel. Oh, oh the, the, the... I'm trying to think of the word. Are you talking about, like, when he, when he is the boat? Yeah, when he's on the boat. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be it. <laughs> One of the cookie cutters we have is when he's the little, like, air cannon Kirby. Because it's, like, part of a sign. Like, it's, like, the O from a sign that fell down. Or at least, like, that's the first time you can, like, use that as a power-up. But, yeah, the little, like, air cannon Kirby. <laughs> so much. I think it says, like, wheel mouth or what I can't remember what the word is. Something but... like that, yeah. Yeah. That would be a fantastic tattoo. Because he just cracks me up every time. No, Because, again, I'm, I'm playing it on easy, so I'm, I'm probably much further than you are because of that. I also just, so like, I haven't times. had as many marathon play sessions as I would like to, but that's just because I got shit going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be grading final papers. That's why I wasn't going to open it till I was done grading, but... I pretended... Wow, I really am a bad influence on you. Whoopsies. The thing that kicked it off is I went to Best Buy on Sunday, and I just had to look at them. Just had to do it. No one can no resist one. the Corb. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... We're both worse this time. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, precisely why um, one of the taglines of this podcast is what it is. I was, oh, I was actually going to kind of do another thing about songs since we were, found ourselves on the topic. Like, yeah, just favorite, other than uh, the one that you mentioned that is driving you insane, some favorite Christmas songs? When I listen to Christmas songs, they tend to be like bands that I already listened to who happen to, made a Chris, happen to make a Christmas song. Like, that's what my... All right, yeah, that's fair. I love absolutely love because this was uh a staple of my dad's um maroon 
2000 and something Chevy Trailblazer when we went to go get the Christmas tree. Um, the John Denver album, Rocky Mountain Christmas, fucks so hard. Yeah. I love it. Listen to it every year. And also, um, I would like to say that as much as uh, Christmas is Mariah Carey's time, it is also Michael Bublé's time. Because True, the, yeah. The Michael Bublé Christmas album is another favorite of my household. Did you um, listen to that song I sent you a few weeks back, the Pogue song? I, I texted you a link and I was like, this is the only acceptable Christmas song at this point in the year. No, why do I not remember receiving well, that as a text message? I don't know, you didn't respond to it, so maybe you didn't see it. Oh. But well, that's, I know uh, what I will be doing tonight after we finish uh, recording. Sorry, that's Bestie. Definitely, that's definitely a top Christmas song for me. Uh, Fairy Tale of New York. It's very vulgar. I dig. Um, it's got the C word in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, last Christmas, bangs. Like, I just, oh, some yeah. 80s synth. I'm so majorly here for that. But yeah, um, anyone who hasn't heard Rocky Mountain Christmas, go listen to that entire album. It's awesome. Love John Denver so much. By the way, I do have three beverages today. Oh, wonderful. I only have one. I got my water. And then this, um, it, this was my vibes. It's cider. Beautiful. Beautiful. And caffeine. I found these, like, little boba things you get in four packs at Target. It's, like, pre-made boba? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The next time you visit, there's a place near me that has some pretty banger, that has pretty banger boba. And I went there around Halloween, and they had, like, a special, and it was called, like, Vampire Bite or whatever. And it was, mm-hmm. like, I can't remember exactly what kind of tea it was, but it had, like, strawberry in it. It was delightful. Hmm. Yeah, I got the, this is like a passion fruit mango green tea. Ooh. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's not the same as going and getting it, but pretty nice. Honestly, I'm here for that. Um, Kyle is, like, disgusted by boba. Weird. Which... He doesn't like the texture of, like, sucking up little balls. I guess not. And having them pop in your mouth. You're the one making it weird. Um, that's debatable. Um, no, he does not like the fact that it is Polly Pocket clothes that you can eat, like you can actually eat. Uh-huh. Big sad. Um. Oh, and also just other kind of random thought on the subject of like Christmas music. I'm not really, I'm not really a religious. I was raised Catholic, not really consider myself a religious person anymore. But so many like religious christmas songs bang so hard mm-hmm. like especially if like a, like a full choir version like oh holy night goes so hard yeah like a choir version of um what's it called carol but Be- Be- uh. carol of bells yes thank you no full choir version uh the latin uh lyrics to oh come let us adore him bang so hard yeah, you can make uh, most songs sound good with a full, like, good choir. Th- this one girl that Kyle, it's like his friend's girlfriend. Like, again, no one that involved in this story is particularly religious or anything, but she found all of these, like, songs from, like, 
like black churches with like the full choir and everything and just put the and like compiled them into this giant playlist that's just called Gopsol instead of gospel and then like it's all from a bunch of different artists too so she like went through and like picked out all of the best renditions of these gospel hymns by these like african-american choir like church choirs and they like again not religious they bang so hard like yeah it's good stuff so those are some opinions on uh, Christmas music and music in general. Yeah, I'm not super into Christmas music. I just pretty much play it when I'm like wrapping presents or something. It feels sacrilegious not to. Yeah. Also, I have yet to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol this season. I need, I need to get on that. Yeah. I haven't gotten, uh, I mean, I'll watch it closer to Christmas with my family. Yeah, the, my two, like, must-watches for this season are Christmas Vacation, obviously, and Which, Muppet Christmas Carol. We always watch Christmas Vacation on Thanksgiving as the kickoff to the season, so. Very appropriate. There's also another my... thing I really want to watch that I have yet to see. There is a, like, horror comedy that is also a musical that is set around Christmas that is mm-hmm. called Anna and the Apocalypse and it is about a zombie apocalypse. That sounds familiar. And it looks just like such a wild good time. So that is very high on my list of things to watch before the month is out. Yeah. Yeah, my only real essentials are uh, Christmas Vacation, Muppet Christmas Carol, and... Uh... My mind just went blank. Hold on. Scrooged. Oh yeah, how's that mild cognitive impairment going for you, bud? Great. Better than last week. I was about to say, any improvement? Yeah. Gradually. Getting there. So not in blinding pain at all times of the day? More intermittent now. Yeah, I hit a peak last Thursday when we were doing the live stream. Which, by the time this this gets posted, will be nine days ago, but... And I couldn't even tell when we were recording, so, like, good on ya. Yeah, no, I was struggling. It was, I was sitting there, I was like, what would happen if I just said, hey, can we just stop doing this now? I would have said, absolutely, go take care of yourself, love you, bestie, but I couldn't I like, tell. Yeah, I was like, no, you're fine, just keep going, you're good, just keep smiling. I mean, I had, well, I mean, the thing is, as people will have most certainly seen by the time this is airing, I had a lot to say. I had a lot yeah. to say about Color Out of Space. Yeah, when, when it, and I figured, like, you would probably have more to say about it than I did. Um, so it kind of worked out. But I was like, oh, you know, she can just keep talking. And you're like, oh, if you, you have notes. I'm like, no, go ahead. I but, know that I can be a... Co- the irony of, like, me as a human being is that I am both a conversational vampire in that I must be explicitly invited to participate, but once I have been explicitly invited to participate, I am a conversational steamroller um, mm-hmm. in that I just don't stop talking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It is a very interesting combination of traits. Speaking of vampires, I was looking into getting a Roomba. And I was thinking, like, what would be a good name for it? Because, you, you know, you give it a name in the app. Obviously. And I was like, which vampire from What We Do in the Shadows would I name it after? Because I, I enjoy the name Laszlo, but I think it would be really funny to name it Colin <laughs> That No, Colin Robinson would love having a Roomba named after him. Because, like, I'm sure there's so many little things that can go wrong with a Roomba. And, like, maybe you trip over it a lot. Like, he would love that. Mm-hmm. My parents got, oh my god, I should start coming up with a fun name because my parents got a Roomba, but they haven't set it up yet because there's been so much crap just like being moved around in our house that there's no point in doing, in like my parents' house, that there's no point in them doing like the mapping now mm-hmm. when they're like still getting the layout of like, like post renovation layout like f- figured out. But I should start coming up with fun um, potential Roomba names because God knows I'm going to be the one that's tasked with actually like setting that up. Because <laughs> yeah, it's no way my parents about, are going to do that themselves. I was thinking about vampires because you know they suck. <laughs> that was my thinking. Honestly, yeah. so I was like, oh, vampire names. Genius. No notes. Or I could pick one from the movie too. You could. I would say Vladislav. I mean, that's a bit of a mouthful. Which I think is what makes it funny, but that's just my weird sense of humor. That's why I feel like Colin Robinson is funny. There we go. It's so long. <laughs> so I think this is a question that has definitely come up on a podcast Christmas episode before. It might not have been the last one. It might have been the first one I ever did with Maddie. But um, whether or not this has come up before, should you empty out your stockings assuming that that's the thing that like your household does um before or after 
you open presents on Christmas? So my family hasn't done stockings since I was like in high school. Interesting. Which bummed me out because I was looking forward to that as a kid, you know? Um, like what fun little things are in here, but they just kind of stopped like 20 years ago. So, <laughs> but, but back when we had them, I, oh, we always did it beforehand because it's like an appetizer. See, my house always did it afterwards. And I don't, like, I feel like I would need more of a, sam- like, we definitely need a bigger sample size to know, like, what most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I necessarily have an opinion. I mean, I would say afterwards just because that's what I've always done. But um, I have heard, and this is a pro tip for all the people who... God, it's weird to think that there are people, potentially, who listen to this podcast that have children. That's possible. It's possible. Kind of a horrifying thought, but it's possible. Um, But you put the stockings, like, on the kid's doorknob or whatever and tell them, like, oh. Because, like, you know, kids wake you up at fucking whatever butt crack of dawn on Christmas morning. But you tell them, like, oh, you can open your stocking, but you can't come get us out of bed until X hour, you little gremlin. So you use the stockings to, like, shut the kids up for a little while so they don't get you up at 5 a.m. Just be hung out of the fireplace. How many houses have a fireplace anymore? My parents' house does. And here's the thing, my parents' house does too, but it is non-functional. Oh, my parents had gas logs installed years ago. Oh, that's fun. Ours just doesn't have anything in it, like, at all, period. Because, I don't know why, I think our chimney, like, our chimney got, like, blocked up, like, purposely, like, they blocked it up off. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, and I guess it's kind of expensive to get that fixed, and I was mm-hmm. like, if it, and it's in a weird like room of our house where it's like it's not like the like you know what you call the living room like where everybody hangs out it's in the kind of like entryway so it's like what like what would be the point yeah. like if, if we were all gonna like if it was actually like in a room that where everyone could like sit around and enjoy it like i would say like my mom was like yeah that'd be worth it but it's not so but that is yeah. where the sto- that is where the stockings reside in my parents house but i kind of understand the using it to so you're little goblins don't wake you up at 5 a.m. Like, I get I mean, it. We always just had a rule you can't wake up until, like, 7 or something. Yeah, but, you know, kids are impatient and stupid. Yeah. No, I mean, it used to be, like, my fa- one of my favorite parts of Christmas morning would be, like, to wake up and then, like, go to- next door to my brother's room and, you know, and we'd be, like, daring each other to go down and like i dare you to go look under the tree you know like go go see no okay literally i am 24 years old uh the last like last christmas even though like it's gotten to the point where my like my sister and i stay up later than my my parents do so like after the christmas eve party because that's always hosted at our house it's gotten to the point where it's like girls get the fuck upstairs so santa can come (laughs) and then of course my like mom like my dad Again, my 
my sister is 21. I am 24. He still, like, beckons us down and is like, you can look, but you can't open anything. Santa came. I'm like, thanks. And, like, our mom still signs everything from Santa. It's so cute. My mom does, too. Like, from yep. Yep. Yeah, it's funny how there was, like, a progression as I got older. Because, like, at first it was the, okay, go upstairs. I gotta, like, bring the stuff down. And then it was like, hey, help me bring all the stuff down. <laughs> and then it was, it's just already out by the time I get there, like, two days before Christmas sometimes. Yep. <laughs> it's a real progression. Um... Do you bother with making breakfast, like, formal breakfast on Christmas morning? Fascinating. It's, like, a plan. Interesting. It's never, like, there will be breakfast, but it's not like a, we're all gonna sit down and have pancakes, like, type deal. Or, like, it hasn't been for, or, like, it wasn't when I was a kid, or at least I don't remember it being. Why? What's your deal? I mean, my mom hasn't made the same recipe twice in the last few years, but, like, trying out, like, a different, like, oh, I found this, like, breakfast casserole recipe, or, oh, why don't we make omelets with, like, shrimp, and, you know, so we usually make something that have mimosas with it. I love that. The past couple years, since my sister and I are, like, I don't know when this started, but definitely when we were both adults, my mother has made a banger quiche. And that is delightful. And also my mom always does this thing because whenever we do the Christmas Eve party, she always makes scalloped potatoes as one of the sides. She will always reheat the scalloped potatoes the next morning, like the leftovers, and have them for breakfast on Christmas morning. It's just like her thing at this point, which like, all right, whatever. The woman loves scalloped potatoes and I honestly can't blame her. They're potatoes baller. are good for a lot of breakfast too, like hash browns and whatnot, so. You do have a point. But yeah. It's close enough. Yeah, I don't know. I do kind of just like to get right to, like, obviously I'll, like, you know, I have a caffeine addiction like anyone, but, so I, like, you know, make the tea. But I kind of just like to get right to the action. Yeah, the older, I mean, the older I've gotten, the, like, longer and longer we wait. (laughs) Which, like, yeah. Like, I do, I do get that, and, like, especially, again, especially now that my sister and I are both, like, adult adults, like, you know, you go get your quiche. Yeah. Well, I'm 13 years ahead of you. Maybe you'll end up where I am as well. I just, this I, is I, very, this is very possible. Yeah. Cause again, when I, when I was like, you know, really mid twenties, I mean, yeah, there was still a bit more of that, but now it's like, Hey, I mean, it's like 11 AM now. Should we like do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I do still have a little bit of the like, I don't know, excitement of, like, finding out, like, what my parents got me. Yeah. And again, and I think it's because, like, my parents recently, like, my parents now own their house outright. Like, the the mortgage is done. My mom went nuts last year. Like, I gave her the chillest Christmas list I had probably ever given her. I was like, oh, a couple DVDs, a sweatshirt, some books, you know, maybe a new record player would be nice. But then both my sister and I got, like, Apple Watches, AirPods. I was like, Kathy. So I think that definitely had something to do with it. Hmm. Yeah, quite possibly. So that's, you know, still kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're much chiller. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so here's the last one. And this was a thing that my sister has also brought up on this one occasion. She says that she likes Christmas Eve better than, like, the actual day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say that I like... I don't... Hmm, I'm torn. Because, like, Christmas Eve, you still have all the anticipation. Which, like, absolutely banger. But also, because it's got it's the it's got to go somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do yeah. You, like what's what's better in your opinion? I prefer Christmas Eve because normally um, the the sort of tradition is we just hang out, watch Christmas movies. You often Muppet Christmas Carol, um, while just like you know eating like spinach dip and my mom's pepperoni ball that she makes every Christmas and drinking Christmas beer. Love it. Uh, always Great Lakes Christmas ale. And uh, it's just it's just nice and we're comfy in our like, you know, jammies and Oh, and see, just... the the Christmas Eve at my house is slightly more quote unquote formal cuz like yeah. we are hosting the event, which I do yeah. love. Like I and I'm sad that I was like a child for when it used to get really banger because like we used to have like 25 people in our house like and it used to go to like past midnight oh that's yeah no like it used to be like the christmas eve party at my parents house used to be all like i mean it still is a whole thing but it used to be like a big thing yeah no ours is very low-key but i was a child and could not enjoy it or at least not in that way places to be and things to do and so it's less you know chill mm-hmm. um but i do i do love the like there's that also there is a very nice feeling like right before everyone start like when you are like your house is the one that's hosting the event that like 20 minutes before everyone's like set to arrive and like everything's all laid out and later like you know like i dress up a little bit i have like a nice like i have like a sweater on like some some nice pants like you know I do it up a little bit. Everyone does. So, like, you're in your nice clothes, and you're waiting for everybody to arrive, and, like, all the appetizers are, like, laid out. There's a lovely anticipation there that that I just, oh, I don't get it any other time. Well, again, it's, it's very different the way that we do it, but it is, like, that anticipation of the next day, but also, like, we turn off all the lights except, like, the Christmas tree and, like, you know. What a vibe. And get that, that lighting, you know? And then you get to watch Muppet Christmas Carol and drink beer and eat food and be cozy. And I'm usually wearing my Christmas vacation hoodie, which is so fuzzy and soft. Absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah. There's no other day of the year that's like it. But this year my brother is hosting New Year's Eve at his house. So Our typical Loki Christmas Eve is not a thing this year. Oh, no. I will be at my brother's house with their uh, five of their kids. Because my niece is off off in the Air Force, but... Godspeed, bestie. I don't know who all else they've invited, so I don't know how, how many people are going to be there. But... Well, that'll be interesting. Because um, they're actually... They're doing Christmas on Christmas Eve because the kids have to leave the next day. So it's like full-on Christmas on Christmas Eve. They're going to be opening presents and stuff. Oh, girl, I expect live updates. <laughs> I'll send you pictures of Norman... The chubby orange man. Yay. Silly Norm. He'll be getting in everything. Absolutely love it. 
Um, yeah, I gotta say, the anticipation of Christmas Eve, unlike anything else, especially, like, yes. the pre, like, hosting the event anticipation. Oh. Wow. It's I wonderful. I find Christmas Day almost a little bit... De- depressing is too strong a word. Depressing is too strong a word, but, it, but when it's, like, 8 p.m. and you're just like, fuck. But it's, like... You've had months of, like, decorating and Christmas shopping and planning and watching Christmas movies, and then it just hits a wall, and that's it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, and there's... the rest of your day just feels kind of empty after a certain point. That is precisely... Like, I am honestly, like, even, like, once the whole, like, presence thing is over, I gotta say, like, we don't call it Boxing Day in the United States. We just call it December 26th, but, like, Boxing Day is almost more of a vibe than, like, the rest of Christmas Day. Yeah. And, like, I can't necessarily, like, I don't know if I could eloquently explain why, but, it like, it just is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas Day, especially because, like, once you've opened the presents and stuff, I feel like a lot of the time it's just kind of, like, sitting around, like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, and then my sister... to sew into the house at this time, but... No, and then my sister... Last year, she decided to make it a whole thing of, like, acting superior to everybody because she, like, didn't unwrap her last present until, like, 8 p.m. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. It's a really good thing my sister doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) It's so true. Sorry, Claire. I remember when I was younger, like, especially middle school, high school, like, the major thing I would always ask for was CDs. And so, so like, the late morning, early afternoon of Christmas was, like, the time when I would take all my CDs upstairs and unwrap them all and then just sit there and listen to them. And I just loved, like, a few hours in there of pure bliss listening to my CDs. Oh, I love that for you. Because, again, pre-streaming, so this was the only way you could actually listen to these artists was by buying their CDs. Absolutely. There is a nice moment where you're, like, especially if you got, like, some... Because, like, there have been a couple times where I've gotten, like, nice new, like, comfy clothes. Like, I'll mm-hmm. get, like, a cozy sweater, and I'll be like, ooh, let me go put this on right now. Yeah, I like to That's a good feeling. Things. Hmm? I like to wash things before I wear them. Oh, whatever, man. I'm... My parents don't listen to this either. I'm already aware that I'm getting a clothing-type item for Christmas that I will probably make an exception for. Because it is a blanket hoodie that, like, almost touches the ground. And it has sloths on it. Oh, that's delightful. Because I put it on my Amazon wish list. And unfortunately, Amazon tells you when people have bought things from your wish list. If, like, if you try to click on it. I swear there's a way you can turn that off. I think it does it, like, it's warning you so that you don't, like, buy it for yourself. Interesting. Yeah. No. But that... I'll- exception for oh hell yeah yeah um, put my yeah no i would i would do that and again i don't really care all that much maybe i should but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask why i'm not neurotic about some things that maybe i should be i already have so many things like i don't need to be adding neuroses i don't like to put partially because sometimes to me they smell like chemicals but also I don't know what the chemicals on them are, and my skin sometimes has bad reactions to things. Okay, see, that's not then that's not really a problem for me. Yeah. 
pretty very rare circumstances will I put on something without washing it first. Oh, and this this Friday uh, is the um, Christmas party where I work. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm gonna wear this, the Christmas sweater that's so ugly that my mom gets mad at me for wearing it. Nice. And I'm, I'm really excited for everybody to see that. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. Our faculty and staff Christmas party was yesterday, but I wasn't driving to campus just for that. Big sad. It was super cool. I think it was, like, four years ago. They had, um... Like a, uh, yep, nope. Come on, brain. <laughs> it was essentially like make your own sugar cookie bar where they had like just round cookies that were sugar cookies that were plain and they had different kind colors of icing and like different kinds of sprinkles and stuff. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the only word. I thought there was a word I wasn't thinking of. It's just the word bar, right? I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Or like station. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I was actually forgetting something there. I think I was forgetting that I was actually thinking of the thing. Cool. I meant to think of. That made sense. I swear to it. We're doing great. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then I, I drove all the way in the next year because I was like, man, I hope they have that cookie bar again because I ate like two of them. As one should. As is your God-given right. Yeah. So I bet the food, I bet they had decent food, but still. I remember when I was a kid and my dad still had his, like, corporate office job. They had some banger Christmas, but, like, it was an event. Oh, yeah, corporate people, they really do it up. I mean, they also get, like, bonuses and stuff like Uh that. Uh-huh. My dad, and, like, my dad was talking about this uh, the other night, and I was over there for dinner, and he was, like, talking about how, like, the part of, like the company declined and stuff and the christmas party started getting really sucky but like when i was like i only have vague memories of this but like i was in like like tights and like little like like little black mary janes and like dress it like i was dressed up for my mm. father's office like it was an event i always wanted to go to a christmas party like that i never went to a fancy well that's not true i've gone to like christmas cocktail parties and stuff where we had dressed Oh, that does sound... See, I have never had that experience as, like, a fully cognizant adult, and I gotta say, I really would like to. Yeah, I had a friend in grad school who liked to do a Christmas cocktail party, um, and she, like, actually would have three different, like, Christmas-themed cocktails you could pick from, and she, like, had the ingredients, and then, like, people would bring, like, different cookies and stuff to snack on, and we were like, look at us, we're grown up! pop off oh every year i'm not invited to this but every year my mother has um with all of her friends they have the annual cookie party and tacky gift exchange and it is always fun to see what she comes back with from that and her tacky gift this year is one of those clocks that like has like jesus on it and he's like looking at the it's like jesus christ would you look at the time does it actually say that on there no it doesn't that would be amazing but she thinks she's a very strong contender to win this year. And I suppose in the next episode, I could I can update people. Yeah. Let everyone nice. know. But yeah. Yeah, I really would like to go to like a fancy Christmas party. At least a couple. There is something nice about getting dressed up. As much as by the end of the mm-hmm. night, you're very glad to like peel off your formal wear. Yeah. There's a sweet spot 
for quite a while after you get re- get ready when you arrive and you're like, mm, look at me. Yeah. You just feel very fancy and put together and adult. Yeah, I think I've told you about the um the hotel New Year's parties that I've been to, where it's like the it's like a fancy party and you it's like a package you pay for where you get into the party and you get a hotel room. That way you just party and then walk up to your room. And then there's like open bar and like food stations and everyone's, I mean, there's a real mix of like levels of dress. <laughs> Cause there are people that show up in like cut off jean shorts all the way up to people wearing like formal wear. It's a real wide spectrum, but I have this, cute little dress with like sequins and stuff on it yeah it's seasonal oh my god um, i've worn every time i've gone because there's no other occasion to wear it of course um and like cute little heels and stuff which i would always eventually take off but oh my god i love that wait i <laughs> this is a fit i want to see someday i have the dress right here in this closet oh my god i love that for you yeah no i just in general every now and again an excuse to get dressed up is really Actually, it just occurs to me. These are from one of those parties. Oh my god, adorable. Photo things. So I'm wearing the dress, so you can't really see it in that picture, but yeah. Unfortunate. But hey. <laughs> it's like, hey, they're right next to me on the bookshelf. Absolutely love it. Yeah, no. Yeah. That is a thing I would like to do. Just go to like a yeah. really fancy Christmas party or like New Year's party something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's sounds, real fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. Especially you can drink as much as you want and it doesn't matter because you just hop on the elevator. You know? I feel like that's the equivalent, like, that's the normal people equivalent of, like, staying at the hotel that's hosting the, the, the convention. No, it's, it's nice and they give you champagne at midnight. <sighs> Delightful. I don't know if they do it anymore. The pandemic killed so many things. It really did. And we're not even, like, keeping most of the fun stuff from it Mm -hmm. it's just taking all the good things yeah it ruined a lot of stuff no more 24-hour workmans i know that's a silly little thing but yeah come i know you Uh... know i was just just lamenting i miss the hot bar at wegmans i miss being able to get a container just put some soup in it random things because like oh i just want to try a little bit of this thing and that thing and that thing you know can't do that anymore Tragic. Let me get hot food by the pound. At least New York State is keeping to-go cocktails. Mm. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit of a small consolation prize, but I'll take it. I mean, at least it exists. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have the hot bar at Wegmans back. That is honestly so valid of you. Rip to the hot bar at Wegmans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, like just yesterday I was feeling so sad about it because I w- was at the Wegmans and like at first I was like maybe it's just temporary but they like actually built a whole thing on top of where that bar used to be oh <laughs> so like, it's definitely no. permanent ouch yeah it's like well there goes that dream mm, big rip oh well I miss it that was one of my great joys in life getting myself a little treat I would die without one little treat per week I'd like to go there. I would get like mozzarella sticks. Nice. Couple boneless wings. Just like a little hodgepodge. I love that. All right. Well, seeing as we're getting very off topic. 
I'm just like now we're just talking about the Wegmans hot the we are just reminiscing about the Wegmans hot bar which I haven't even experienced all that much because I only ever was shopping at Wegmans for four years while I was in college um, um so anyway um our topic of little treats yes our topic of little treats um absolutely whack that we are closing out the year mm-hmm. like I think we yeah. are recording one more episode after this and that's going to be the last episode that premieres in 2023 which is kind of nuts but hey yeah look at us we made it i think it's easy to forget about new year's because you're so focused on christmas that all of a sudden you're like oh right yeah new year's too there's a fun there's a fun place in between christmas and new year's where no one knows what day it is and you've been eating nothing but cheese (laughs) Or cookies. Yeah. Just lots of cookies. Gotta finish them. They're gonna go bad. No, yeah. I mean, be... you're completely right. But, um, yeah, that's just, uh, just a nuts thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost 2023. We're really living in the future. Jesus. It always, like, gets to me when we are talking about, like, the new incoming class of students because they always refer to them by their graduation year. Oh, that sounds really uncomfortable. I don't like that. Yeah. So they're already talking about the applicants for the class of 2027. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. So weird. I'm like, wait, it's till 2022, but those are the people that'll be starting next fall. And so they're applying right now. And... I hate everything about that. Wow. Yeah. Um. So let's yeah. not think about that. Let's think about um, the holidays that are coming up uh, that will be literally right around the corner uh by the time that this is released to the general public although i think um no hanukkah will not be over hanukkah will be um in full swing by the time this is released hanukkah starts in on the 18th four days so um day as of the release of this it will have started two three five days before so, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. Diwali, whatever yeah. you celebrate, have a great one, and we'll be closing out the year with you. We appreciate each and every single one of you for listening to us, for hanging out with us. Thank you for fighting with us, and we will be back again next week. Adios, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.